Well, what do you do if you've got an opinion? Do you need to share it with the world? <laughs> Are you a person that has strong ideas, strong opinions, you really want the rest of the world to agree with you? Or are you a person who keeps your opinion to yourself because you don't want to offend or hurt anybody? Are you a person who regularly engages in sharing your opinion with the world? And it seems that there's a very great avenue for that now. It's called the internet. And there's a very fun quote at the moment that says, if you want to start an argument, post something on social media. Is it possible that it doesn't matter what you post about any topic, that there will be people that disagree with you? So does that matter? And he's a great place to start. If you have a need to share your opinion, if you have to tell people what you think, what you believe, why? Why do we need to tell the world what we believe? And it might be that you've got a message to share with the world, you want to change the world and make it a better place, you think that your ideas on religion or politics or sexual persuasion or parenting or health and fitness or whatever your, your passion is, you may feel that what you believe is the right thing, it is the truth and the rest of the world should agree with you. But even if that's true, is it possible that, uh, rephrase, even if you have the absolute fact, truth, best idea about whatever your topic is, is it possible that there will be people that disagree? And if they do disagree, how do you deal with that? Do you get angry? Do you get defensive? Do you yell and scream? Do you type back, back nasty things? Uh, do we get angry with the person who has an opinion or do we get angry with the opinion? And they're all really interesting questions at the moment because we live in a world where people share with me every day that they literally have been hurt or offended or upset or annoyed or they've gotten angry about somebody else's opinion, whether it's been on social media or it's on the news or in a conversation face to face or it's been on the phone. Somebody disagreed with me. Somebody had an argument with me about my opinion. So my very personal question is this, do we have a right to have an opinion? Of course, the answer to that is yes. We're humans, we think, we, we've got knowledge, we've got life experience, we've got wisdom and insight. We all have the right to believe what we want to believe. Isn't that awesome? The next step to that then would be if I've got the right to believe what I want to believe, then isn't it fair to say that everybody else has the right to their opinion, even if it's different to mine? So why do I need to change somebody else's mind? Why do I need my opinion to be right and somebody else to be wrong? And I always go back to respect. Respect for me is the ultimate word for our world. If I respect myself, if I respect other people, if I respect my environment, isn't it possible that I will then treat myself respectfully, I'll treat other people respectfully, and I'll look after the places that I live in and where I inhabit? So if I respect somebody else's right to have an opinion, I don't have to agree with that opinion, of course. But why would I argue it? Why would I try and change their mind? Why do I think that I need to be the right person and they have to be the wrong person? And it seems that we live in a world now where there's two sides to politics. And if, if you don't believe what I believe, then you're on the other side. Or there's two sides to medical per, uh, interventions or medical persuasion or, or what you should do medically for your body. And if somebody disagrees with you, they get angry with you. And we've lived in a world now for three or four years if you live somewhere between 2020 and 2024, where families have busted apart. There are partners who have got divorced. There are people and friends and, and business associates who don't talk to each other anymore because of a medical intervention. And there's been some very strong opinions about both sides of that. But is it possible that because of that opinion or I'm right, you're wrong opinion suggestion, is that we now have a world that may not be as 
as a, it's not just, it's, it's become a pretty ugly place in some cases. Uh, for a family to break apart because I've got a different religious belief to you or, or a different political belief to you or I believe that the way you should eat or exercise is different to you and eating and exercise is obviously uh, my passion, the thing that's been my driving force all of my life. How can I, how can I inspire the world to be healthy? Now, the interesting thing about that there is a big difference between inspiring people to be healthy and telling people what to eat and how to exercise. Because my opinion on how to eat and exercise, it's, that's my opinion, I have the right to that, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for somebody else. And that's what I love about anatomy and physiology, because anatomy specifically is a set science. There's no disagreement, and I always use that example. Nobody thinks or argues that we've got 17 hearts or 11 patellas or 19 arms. We all agree that this is what the body, human body is. This is what makes it up from muscles and bones and, and systems. And the argument begins then, how do I keep it fit and strong? So how to exercise and how to eat. But if you're like me, where you've seen people who are vegan vegetarians and they're healthy, fit and strong, you've seen carnivores who are healthy, fit and strong, you've seen people who run who are healthy, fit and strong, and people who hate running but they're still healthy, fit and strong, is it possible that the opinion or your ideas or the, what, what you believe your philosophies for eating and exercise could be yours but they might not work for somebody else? And the reason I'm, I'm asking the question is I would love the world to be a happy place. That's just... I know it might seem unrealistic and it seems for some people a little bit silly, but I would like to go out every day and meet people that are happy and, and talk to people that are positive and, and ask people how they are and they tell me, I'm fantastic, how are you? But that doesn't seem to be the case. A lot of people are upset, angry, offended, unhealthy, unfit, have a lousy, stinking, rotten job. They're not financially free and they've got terrible people in their life. That's what Romax exists for because I would love people to be healthy, fit and strong, have a career or business that they love, be financially free and only have great people in their life. So, And that's my opinion and I can't change what other people do. So if somebody wants to be unhealthy and unfit, I can't change that. I used to think I could. My, my philosophy, my core value in life used to be to positively change the health and fitness of the world until I realized that the world doesn't want to be changed. There's a lot of people that are very happy to be unfit and unhealthy, overweight, out of shape, and even be sick and diseased. Because to get healthy, fit, and strong is a simple process. But people don't want to apply that process. And should I get upset about that? I used to. But I don't anymore because I just want people to live their life the way they want to live it. So there's a great philosophy, and somebody said to me just recently, Rowie, would you ever run for politics? And my answer to that is no, uh, because my driving force is, is for, for change is a little bit different to what happens in the political arena. But if I were to ever run for politics, my fundamental core value foundation quote would be, we're going to leave you the hell alone. My political statement as a political party leader would be, my party is going to leave you the hell alone. Because who wants to be told what to do? Who wants the government to control what they eat, how they exercise, how they spend their money, how to build their house. There's so much red tape and bureaucracy and people telling us what to do all of the time. And yet everybody's got a different opinion. Governments in the world have a different opinion. That's why most countries have two different styles of government and they're opposing. And sometimes this view wins and sometimes this view wins. But they're opposing views, which means they're just opinions. Because if they were fact, we would all be following the fact. And I always get really fascinated when people say, the fact is. Well, I'm not sure that there's too many facts. And it doesn't matter even if you think it's a fact, people will still argue it.
So my point is this. How about we leave everybody the hell alone? Here's, here's a really great concept. If somebody has a certain religious persuasion, political persuasion, medical intervention persuasion, uh, the way they eat, the way they exercise, the way they parent, the way they live their life, why don't we just leave them the hell alone and let them live their life? If somebody comes to you and asks for advice, and that's where it becomes very interesting because that's a big ego thing, isn't it? Somebody asks for your advice is one of the greatest compliments. And usually we don't give advice, we give our opinion. Well, how about this beautiful question? Rather than giving your opinion and giving advice and feeling awesome about this person trusts me because they've asked for my opinion or my, my advice, I always use this, I, use it, I call it the golden question. If you were your own health and fitness coach, if you were your own high-performance eating coach, if you were your own high-performance parenting coach, if you were your own high-performance wealth creation coach, and any other topic you choose to mention that people ask advice about, what advice would you give yourself? What's your opinion on parenting? What's your opinion on eating? What's your opinion on politics? What's your opinion? And the reason for that is two. One is I want to be open to learning, and I can't learn if I'm giving my opinion because all I'm doing is the gas that's coming out of my mouth is stuff that I already know, so I can't learn. So it doesn't matter what religious belief I have or what eating belief I have or what political belief I have. I can't learn more. I can't get a better understanding about anything if I don't hear other people's opinion. So I would love to hear what other people have got to say. So that's why I always ask, what's your opinion? What do you think? If you were your own high-performance eating and exercise coach, what advice would you give yourself? The second reason for that is people have an opinion. And most people believe that they're right. There's very few people who would say, I'm wrong. And I'm using that as an interesting side note. It's one of the things I add into my life on a day-to-day basis. What if I am wrong? I can have an opinion, but what if I'm wrong? I think this is true, but what if I'm wrong? And is it possible that if we have that headspace, we're more likely to learn? But if I ask somebody, if you were your own high-performance eating and exercise coach, what advice would you give yourself? I've never had somebody share with me that they should do silly things with their body. Everybody says to me pretty much the same thing. I should do more exercise, I should be more active, I should eat healthier food. Now, the definition of exercise and healthier food can get a little bit screwed up. But it's their opinion and they have the right to their opinion, so I'm going to leave them the hell alone. I would love everybody to live their life in a way that makes them happy without feeling guilty or annoyed or frustrated or offended because somebody else has got a different opinion. So I'm asking this from my heart to yours. How about we leave people the hell alone? And if they ask for our advice or they ask for our opinion, why not just listen to what they've got to say? Very few people, and I'll just use this as an old lady's example, very few people, if any, are interested in my opinion or yours. (laughs) Mostly when people ask a question, and I'm going to say 100% of the time, because that's my experience, is when people ask me a question, they don't really want an answer to the question. They just want want permission to speak and share their opinion. So I lean forward, maintain eye contact, open body language and actively listen, because how could I learn if I don't do that? And why would I try and convince somebody of my opinion? And that's my favorite quote when it comes to communication. A person convinced against their will is of the same opinion still. I can't change people's mind. I don't want to change people's mind. If they want to change their own mind, that's up to them. But I'm not going to live my life trying to get my opinion across and tell the world what I think and agree or disagree with other people. 
And I always, so one of the interesting things I do on social media, if you do too, is it doesn't matter what's, what's been posted, I always have a, a little tiny look at the comments underneath. What, what are people saying about this? And it's so interesting to read what, what opinions people have about what somebody else said and how angry some people get and how offended some people get and how annoyed and frustrated some people get about somebody else's opinion. Who cares what other people think? You be the powerful, strong, positive, respectful person that you are and just be that person. Could that be a good way to live your life? Live your life to the max.